So how was skiing today? It was great. I fell once. Off the side of the mountain. <laughs> um, there was uh, a lot of ice. It, it was uh, the, the, the entire path was just ice and it was like a random blue. I was like, all right, but I'm just going to like dive bomb this entire hill. So I'm going like as fast as possible. And uh, I'm turning around. I'm like making a right turn. And uh, yeah, my skis didn't agree with that. And neither did any of the ice. So I just kept on sliding on the ice. And I just kept on going straight instead of turning on the ice. So I was like turning to the right. But instead of going right, I just kept on going straight. So um, I just went straight off the hill. And then was dangling there by my skis. (laughs) (laughs) You good though? Yeah, I'm straight. (laughs) Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks podcast. Carl went skiing today. Um, He absolutely ate it. I wish I could have seen it. Would have been I only ate it once, only once. Fair, fair. That's impressive for me. If if you guys are wondering, <laughs> right, got anything you want to say before I give the rundown of the show? Finger guns, let's run it. So so, obviously there was no prem last week, so we don't really have too many games to talk about. Um, nope. we're gonna dive a little bit into the FA Cup. We're gonna mostly focus on I think transfer news and things that are going on there this week yes. and then we're going to do our predictions so we're hoping to have a quick little episode nothing like the hour that we usually have but i think we're going to roll right into it because the fa cup it's one of my favorite competitions just because seeing the lower tier sides like sixth tier kidminster beating reading something like oh, that yeah. it's or, just amazing it's or, just amazing. Man, you actually winning a game. Against a Premier League side, no less. I, Honestly, you know what the more shocking part about the FA Cup that I'm looking at right now is? And this isn't actually true. It's just more of a roast. What? Norwich won their game 1-0. <laughs> Norwich scoring is probably the most impressive thing of the entire FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so... So the first major upset I want to talk about in the FA Cup, Cambridge United strolls into St. James Park and beats Newcastle. Yeah. On Kieran Trippier's debut. Yes, he played. Joe Linton played. Alan St. Maximin played. Like, they played their side. And lost. Yeah. Like, the situation at Newcastle is a lot worse, I think, than any of us thought. I'm really curious, like, what throwing money at things is going to do. I mean, we saw what it did for other clubs. It'll probably make them better. I think it definitely will in, like, time, because enough money will make any club better. But... Like, I think, like, next season, like, it may just be a cluster because they may just be throwing money at random players to be like, we need these contracts right now. 
I don't know about that. I honestly don't. I think they're going to make some good transfers. I mean, they've been trying to go after Sven Botman. Yeah. They're interested in some other people. We'll get into transfers later. Well, yeah, we'll get more into those transfers. But I'm, I, I don't know about Newcastle. Um, I really don't either. Yeah. I, I, I just want to really mainly focus on the Arsenal-Nottingham Forest match for the FA Cup. Yeah, I knew that's what, what we were going to be talking about. So, because uh, Arsenal had zero shots on target. Arsenal had 10 shots, zero on target. They had 67% possession versus 33% because, you know, that's how math works. Yeah. And they lost. (laughs) To Nottingham Forest. And that's not even my favorite part about this match. I'm not even kidding. Like, Arsenal losing is always great, but my favorite part about this match was... Hearing the Nottingham Forest supporters chant champions of Europe, something you'll never be. (laughs) Because Nottingham Forest are two-time European champions. You you do know that, Carl, right? I actually was not familiar. Yes, they have two European Cups. And Arsenal had... Thierry Henry. (laughs) (laughs) They won the European Cup back-to-back in 1979 and 1980, Nottingham Forest. Wow. That was savage from their supporters at home. Yeah. And they were cheering it before they scored. Like The the game was nil-nil. The shithousery that exists in English football is just... I, I still love, like, to this, I uh, will bring this up almost every other week, just Antonio. I, I love that he kissed himself. I'm so <laughs> clowning also, about that. I loved watching Jamie Vardy howl at the Wolves supporters. Yeah. I, where is that? Like, th- those were really exciting at the beginning of the season. We haven't really seen that as much. Yeah, I don't really know. I think we need to see some more shithousery in the prem. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm it not would be a lie. lot more fun. Like maybe, um, uh, I don't know. Norwich could score a goal. Is or that the sh- is that the only shithousery you're talking about? Well, no, that would be some great shithousery in the prem. That would be interesting. Just Norway scoring. Yeah, That's and fair. then maybe like Newcastle winning too, like. It, that that would be pretty surprising too. So so I know we don't talk about betting on this show very much or if at all, but I just want to bring this up. So according to Sky Bet, Rafael Benitez is the favorite to be the next manager sacked in the Premier League. <laughs> followed hold on, followed by Claudio Ranieri, which I don't agree with considering he just showed up, but it's Watford, yeah, so you never know. Followed by Eddie Howe, which I also don't agree with. But do you want to know who the next one is? Rag? No. Keep going. Um. Also, I'm reading this off of a FTBL Instagram post. Football, but at FTBL. It's freaking Thomas Tuckle. 
What? Thomas Tuchel is plus 1,000 along with Eddie Howe. Wow. So, like, Sky Sports makes a lot of... people just not watching? Well, I mean, Chelsea have been not playing up to their standards as of late. I know, but, but like, have they not paid attention to the season at all? Apparently not. Also, Emrovich like, is the type of manager to, or it's the type of owner to fire a manager after a slight dip in form, but not that. Like, like I have but not, not because of what, like, th- it, this is explained exactly through the Roma Lukaku situation and also like a couple other little things. Yeah. So this is an explainable dip. It's not a direct like lack in his performance as a coach. So I I just can't hear that and be, Yeah, no, I Yeah. No. I that, that's just stupidity. It's beyond stupidity. I just wanted to tell you to so you'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, it's like, bro, they second in the prem. <laughs> like Yeah. Man, you aren't thinking about getting rid of Ragnarok. Did yes, you just say did I you just call him Ragnarok? Ragnarok? Did you yes. this is not Thor. This is not Norse mythology. Asgard is not falling. But, yeah, if Manu's not going to get rid of our interim coach, Rag, then Chelsea damn well ain't getting rid of Tuckle. Speaking of Rag, um, reports have been coming out of United that apparently a lot of players are unhappy with... Yeah, I've heard that too. ...the way that the club is being handled right now, the way that the training sessions are going, the way that the tactics are being implemented. I kind of feel honestly that they're just not used to having a strict manager because Ole was just vibes. Truly like, yeah, I I don't like to call players soft, but I'm viewing this as kind of a softness of, you know, yeah, I completely agree with you in this case. I just don't know. Also, I just love how Fred came out and was like, it ain't me. Yeah, exactly. Fred's one of the hardest working people possible. Yeah. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter who he's playing for. He's going to be going back and forth. Even though sometimes I don't like watching him play, he's still like a dog when he's out on the pitch. So, Oh my God, he works rough. so hard. Yeah. Even though I have pooped on him in the past, he is... Very hardworking. Oh, also, he's like quick, quick jump back into the FA Cup. I didn't mention this. Burnley also lost to Huddersfield. Oh yeah, but it's Burnley, so like it's Burnley. Yeah, same boat as Norwich. But Norwich beat Charlton. Yeah, but like, I'm just looking at the table. (laughs) <laughs> that's fair that's fair. that is totally fair actually no looking at the table I, I should be more surprised about Norwich because Norwich has five L's instead of three L's <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ I'm alright I, I need to stop I need really need to stop uh, Mo Salah remains on top of the print. All right, uh, I'll keep it going. 
Mo still on top in goals, but that's because nothing has been played since our last show, Carl. So that's obviously not going to change. Well, oh. no, that, that's what the joke was. <laughs> oh, I actually, because I'm annoyed and I can't watch it. So I'm just going to report on some of the fixtures and some of the results. Okay. Um, AFCON started. Oh, in the opening match of AFCON, the host Cameroon came down, or not came down, came back from a uh, 1-0 deficit against Burkina Faso and won by a way of two penalties. Ethiopia loses to Cape Verde in their opener. Of course, Senegal wins. So Senegal actually, Zimbabwe played a fantastic match. And Senegal yeah. won on a 90 plus 7 penalty. Are you by, serious? Yeah, by Sadio Mane. That was the final kick of the game. The ball went wow. in the net and the ref blew the whistle. I'm speaking way too soon about Zimbabwe then, but Senegal, in my opinion, from their roster and everything on paper, should have won that game. I mean, they did, but should have won yeah, probably more. Guinea beat Malawi. Morocco beat Ghana. And Gabon beat Comoros. Did Aubameyang score for Gabon? No, he did not. Interesting. Bupenza. Bupenza? I apologize if I butchered any of these. I have to find a way to watch AFCON tomorrow, like straight up, because Egypt play Nigeria at 11 a.m. for our time, and this tournament is only on B in sport in the u.s and i don't have that yeah i was gonna say i don't know how we're gonna watch it maybe reddit i'm not condoning reddit but reddit uh and i want to see most all scored though i just want to see that game because they're two of the favorites heading into this tournament and that's going to be a fantastic match hopefully i really like egypt's attack and then nigeria's defense is very solid so it's literally going to be a perfect matchup in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to be a good match. I'm hoping to be able to catch some of it. I'm not going to lie. You know what I really miss? What? When Ivory Coast was tearing it up with Yaya. Oh, my God. And it was just one of the, the most exciting the teams to watch. I loved it. And Drogba. Oh. Bro, watching Drogba just hit bangers. That that Ivory Coast squad at their peak was so exciting. They so were exciting. probably one of the most exciting teams. Uh-huh. Of of all time, arguably, because not, of, we're not saying best, but the way that they played on the pitch, it was just so exactly. exciting. So exciting. It, very similar to the way that um Ajax a couple years ago when they had um every single great talent that went to other teams <laughs> or like Ajax right now well Ajax right now but I like we haven't had like the entire Champions League yet true the Ajax true. of old or quote-unquote old yeah a couple years ago do you say that Ajax um, of old you mean the Ajax of our sophomore year in college yeah exactly like I, three Ajax years ago old. is not old oh. Carl yeah exactly like the act of old bit. is like Cruyff. Yeah, exactly. I was about to mention that. I was, the the guy who created like Tiki Taka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
besides blasphemous statements and everything, I think it's time to start getting into some transfers. And we already mentioned. Where are you going? Huh? You said Am transfers. No, no, you said transfers. So I said, where are you going? Uh, where am I going? All right, all right. Well, I'm going to Trippier first. I used that as the segue last week into transfers, so I thought I would do it again. I just had the biggest brain fart. But yeah, Trippier, uh, number one. She's at Newcastle. Kieran Trippier moved to Newcastle as official. That's actually not my biggest transfer of the window that I've seen so far. What is? Felipe Coutinho being loaned to Aston Villa. Oh, yeah, that loan did become official. Yeah, um, he's going to be playing against Man U this weekend. Yeah. Also, reports have, or not have come in, but are slowly trickling in that personal terms have been agreed upon for a long-term deal between Luca Digne and Aston Villa, and there's apparently an agreement for a £25 million fee between the two clubs of Everton and Aston Villa. Yes. Stevie G is making moves. Yes, and it's very scary for the rest of the Prem currently. Like, moves. There's links between Adama and Spurs, like always. Sorry, Barcelona I have to are also up. interested in Adama. Should, yep. um, should Spurs not sign him? Should Usman Dembele leave the club? Yes. Rudiger is... Offered a seven million pound euro or euro. Oh, uh, yeah. Why, why euro. did PSG offer pounds, Carl? I don't know, but yeah, PSG offered seven million euros to uh Rudiger to, to try to outbid Real Madrid for the star center back. But Every report we'll that I've read happens. says that he's still leaning towards Real Madrid, that Real Madrid is where he would like to play. According yeah. to the Mirror, Arsenal are interested in bringing in Jorginho Wijnaldum. I would just, just, I would just hate that. You would. It's such a good move. I would hate that. Also, before we before we go into other transfers, I just want to slide back to the Coutinho move. So he also agreed to take a thirty five percent pay cut to allow Aston Villa to pay a larger portion of his salary to lower the potential fee for the buy option, which also in turn for Barcelona after Samuel Mtiti agreed to a pay cut allows Barcelona to register Ferran Torres. Yes, that is very relevant. I know that was a mouthful, but that is huge for Barcelona, being able to register Uh, Ferran. Yeah, quick synopsis, they're registering Ferran Torres. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Sky Sports also report that Newcastle are desperate to sign a striker before yes. they play Watford. Yes. I, I, I don't keep on seeing random I don't, reports of Newcastle no. linked with random people. I don't know if they're going to be able to. Newcastle and AC Milan are very very annoyed with with Lille about Sven Botman because apparently he's interested in leaving the club, but Lille aren't even entertaining talks because they just don't want to sell him at all. They're not entertaining anything. And that's not great business at the end of the day. 
That's just it'll, it's closing down relationships and it's making it so other clubs don't necessarily want to work with you. It's not really the same thing like in an American sport when a player wants a trade and you just say no. Yeah. There's a little bit more etiquette in the football transfer sphere than that. So it's an unfortunate situation. I mean, if yeah, I'm. Yeah, we'll see what comes of it. If I'm Sven Botman, I would much, much rather go to AC Milan over Newcastle. Of course, but also. Some people you know, won't even entertain anything, so it doesn't really matter. Also, so back to the Prem. Steven Bergwijn has been given permission. Well, not really permission. It's more Spurs are looking to sell him. They're not giving him permission, per se, to look for a move. They're putting him yeah. on the block. And Newcastle are, are also apparently interested in him. But the more interesting thing for me with Steven Bergwijn is Ajax have shown interest. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but I also saw another rumor for Newcastle. Sorry to bring it back to them, but it's another Spurs player, Deli Alley. I saw that as well. That one's just been in constant circulation for the past two weeks or so. Yes, yes, it has. So we'll see what happens with that. And Bergwijn, though. Bergwijn, yes. Also, Sky Sports are reporting that Arsenal need 150 million pounds to be able to sign Fiorentina striker Dusan Vlahovic in January. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything to that. Let's just move to a different topic. Why? Where's Arsenal getting that? They have so much money. Do they have that? I think they might. That's scary if they actually have that stored up. They might? I mean, I... Well, they haven't really been spending that much. They have been pretty stringent. I mean, they did spend like 70 mil on Pepe a couple years ago. They spent 70 mil on Pepe and they also bought Ben White. But... They've I think gotten we're forgetting some good Arsenal, deals. Arsenal have a lot of money. They have a rich owner. They also... Due to FFP rules, you're allowed to go negative for up to like three years, just not four years in a row. And they could go negative to sign Vlahovic, and it would probably in turn make them a lot of money on the back end. It would, because think about that starting front. Yeah. Exactly. And Arsenal do have previous support because i hate to say it but they do have a little bit of history with uh the unstoppables and and everything did did you just say the unstoppables yeah why am i so stupid the invincibles my god i just need to fucking stop talking well you can't stop talking because we're recording a podcast right now and i can't really do it myself when you're here but (laughs) you should you should stop saying stupid things yeah, skiing. I must have hit my head harder than I thought skiing. Also, apparently, Ronaldo's considering his future at United, uh, depending on who the coaching hire is. Yeah, I'd very much like to see Ronaldo move on. And fresh talent come in. Because sorry, not sorry. Ronaldo is old. He's still fantastic, but yeah, still you, fantastic, should, you just don't want, want a 36 36- year old turning 37 year old 
to be the focal point of your squad. Exactly. Like, I'd rather have Bruno be the focal point and then have a Greenwood at striker with, like, Sancho and Rashford on the wings. Like, I would really appreciate something like that because it's actually developing the players that we have. And we never really needed to make that signing. It was just sort of a nostalgia, oh, yeah, F you, City. So, apparently, Barcelona were interested... Or made it, it became public that Barcelona are interested in Bruno Fernandez. Should they not get uh, Erling Holland? And Bro, I'm gonna fucking end this show if, if no, he goes no. to Barca. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but Bruno Fernandez. This is according to Sporting News. Bruno Fernandez responds to Barcelona transfer links. Man United star rips bad journalism. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just okay. wanted to bring that up because I wanted to hear your first part because I knew you were going to cut me off before I got to the end of it. Yeah, good read on that one. I just thought that'd be funny. Nah, he, I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, I don't think so either. He's having a very off season this season, but it's because Ronaldo has been the focal point of the team where it's taking away from his play a lot. So, Agreed, agreed. I really want to see... That man knew that we got to see last season at the end of last season. That was amazing. Not really amazing, but good. All right, let's keep this moving because I'm want- saying blast is bullshit again. So you want to guess some games? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, let's go to predictions just to prevent Carl from saying more stupid shit. I just need to say numbers. It makes it a lot easier. Yeah. I'll, so- I'll go first, too, so I say the numbers and get it over with. All right. Southampton, okay. Brentford. Uh, I'm taking Brentford 2-1. Uh, West Ham, Norwich. I am taking West Ham 2-0, or 3-0. Brighton versus Palace. I am going to take this as a draw 1-1. Interesting. Why are all of the best matches at 7.30 in the morning for the East Coast in the U.S.? Because they hate us. Man shitty, Chelsea 2-1 shitty. It's going to be a great game, though. Burnley, Leicester, um, Leicester's away, but they're still going to beat Burnley 3-1. Yeah, Burnley can score. It's not Norwich. Newcastle, Watford. Both are completely on complete trash runs of form. 0-0. Norwich, Everton, 0-0. No, <laughs> Everton, uh, 2. Norwich, 0. Wolves, Southampton, taking... I want Wolves, so I'm going to take Wolves uh, 2-1 over Southampton. Man U Villa, I'm going to poop myself, but I always take Man U winning 2-1. Liverpool, Brentford, big number, little number, but Brentford's away, so actually uh, 4-2. West Ham, Leeds, Leeds don't know how to block anything. Like if they were wearing sunblock, they would still get sunburn. So they would they would like put on SPF five instead of SPF fifty. No, they would put on tanning oil instead of SPF. <laughs> so Kurt, also, West Ham just beat Leeds two nil in the FA Cup. Yeah, I'm gonna take West Ham four one. Bruh. They they always have a random 4-1. You know West Ham is notorious for the 4-1s. Or the 4-goal games, at least. That's fair. 
and then Spurs Arsenal. This is actually really good because I don't think it will be. I don't think so either. Be a sun's out, but I just wanted to try to hype it up like it would be. So uh, Arsenal three uh, one. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Before I do predictions, I just have to say that there's one last piece of news coming out of Syria that I'm going to talk about after we're done with predictions. So Southampton Brentford. I'm going to take Brentford two one in this match. Sounds West good. West Ham Norwich. At London Stadium, I'm going to take West Ham 2-0 here. Mm-hmm. Brighton Crystal Palace, I'm going to take Brighton 2-1. Mm-hmm. I'm going City 3, Chelsea 1. Mm-hmm. Leicester 2-0 over Burnley. A 0-0 draw at St. James's Park between <laughs> Newcastle and Watford. I'm happy you agree with me there. <laughs> I'm going to go 1-0 Everton over Norwich. However, if there's a shocking result here, I'm going to add in that... No, I'm saying if there's a shocking result, like if Norwich somehow win this match, Benitez is going to get sacked. All right, I'm writing this at the bottom. If Norwich beats Everton... I just... I I think if there's any reason to sack him, losing to Norwich would be it. Yes. By far. I'm going to take Wolves 2-0 over Southampton. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Aston Villa 2-1 over Manchester United and Felipe Coutinho's return to the Premier League. I don't I, think that's a bad idea. Like, I, actually, I actually think he's going to return to some kind of form, especially being reunited with his former midfielder and captain, Steven Gerrard, now as his manager. Yeah, that's also one of the major considerations because think of how great they were alongside each other. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, let's continue before I get more pissed. I'm gonna take Liverpool. I'm torn between three one and four one here. I'm gonna go three one because keep in mind Liverpool don't have Mo and Mane. Or, yeah. Or Nabi Keita. Keita's not as important as those no. other two, but... Yo, Carl, is everything good by you? I just heard sirens in the background. So everyone runs through the traffic light, so cops constantly do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go Liverpool 3-1 in this one. Yep. West Ham 3 leads nil. Mm-hmm. And Arsenal... 3-1 over Spurs. They're going to hand Conte his first defeat in the Prem. And I honestly think it's going to be because Sun is not available, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I think even with Sun, Arsenal are just playing better, especially they lost to Nottingham Forest. They're pissed off. They're going to take it out on Spurs. Nah, that too. But also, without Son, I don't think they have a chance of beating that Arsenal side with their current run of form, despite losing against Nottingham. That's fair. And uh, now into Val's predictions real quick. Southampton versus Brentford. He took Brentford 2-1. Uh, West Ham versus Norwich. He took West Ham 2-0. Bright- Brighton versus Palace. He took Palace 2-1. What? Man shitty versus Chelsea. He took shitty 2 1. 
Burnley versus Leicester. He took Leicester 3-1. Newcastle Watford, Newcastle 1-0. Norwich Everton, Everton 2-0. Wolves Southampton, a 1-1 draw. Villa Man U, 2-1 Man U. Liverpool Brentford, 4-0 Liverpool. West Ham Leeds, 3-1 West Ham. Spurs Arsenal, 2-2 draw. And that is Val's predictions. Interesting from Val. Also, I do have to shout out again. He's just killing it with social media. Yes, thank you for everything, Val. (laughs) I do have to say that I stole his job this morning with the news that I'm about to share because I was sitting in a micro center parking lot trying to get an upgraded graphics card for my computer. And I got an ESPN report that I then confirmed from a bunch of other sources that Italy star Juventus star Federico Chiesa's season is over, which is super depressing. He tore his ACL to cruciate ligament injury. Very, very, very unfortunate for Juventus. Very unfortunate for Chiesa. Very unfortunate for Italy, considering that they are... Unfortunate for football. Unfortunate for football as a whole, because he's... He's just um, one of those young talents. I mean, he's 24, so he's not, like, super young. Yeah, but he's still, like, on the brink of, like... World-class superstardom. Yes. And especially after his Euro performance... I was looking forward to seeing him in the World Cup playoffs. And now that he's out, I don't see Italy getting through. I completely agree. The only silver lining to that is it might end up with Cristiano Ronaldo getting a chance to play in the World Cup, which would definitely be his last one. That would be interesting. Hopefully Fede gets well soon. You never want to see somebody, anybody get injured, but especially somebody... That means that much to both their club side and their international side. So hopefully he recovers soon and comes back even better than he was before. Speedy recoveries and hopefully he can come back just as quickly as uh, Cam Akers did. um, Wrong football, Carl. Yeah, but still, that dude came back from like it blown up MCL in like less than six months. All right, <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, Carl's been saying a lot of stupid stuff, so we're just going to sign off right now. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week with some more breakdowns with how actually Premier League matches went because we're back. Yep. And uh, tune in the Instagram because Val's doing a great job at the High Kicks podcast. Adios. Much love. Peace.